It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to a stellar edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. Man, I am fired up about this topic. It's like we haven't recorded four in a row. I am so fired up about this topic. It's unbelievable. But you know what else I'm fired up about, folks? Your face on a logo mat. No, just logo mats in general. I love me some logo mats. You know, there's a lot of great products out there, and I know uh, there's always choices for distributors, but one that people don't think about enough are mats. There are no setup fees. They're made in the USA. These things last three to five years when a lot of products don't simply last that long. There's no minimum order quantity, and they have the fastest delivery times in in the industry. They focus exclusively on mats, hence the name Logo Mats. And they offer the best products and warranty in the business. If you want to learn more, get to know Miles Wadsworth and his team over there. I will tell you some of the nicest people in the industry, and I know everybody on this podcast would attest to that. Learn more. Go ahead and go to LogomatsLLC.com. You won't be sorry you did. Uh, I always like to remind everybody the podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. You can just go ahead and search Promo Corner in the handy little uh, search function of your podcast client. Hit that handy subscribe button. And I am joined, as I mentioned earlier, by three of of my very good friends, great people, Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, and Meg Erber. Now today... And why I'm so fired up. I'm so, what? Huh, what? I said, I have friends. <laughs> well, we're fake internet friends. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, so I have, why I'm so fired up about this episode is because it's been brought to our attention by the one and only Stephen McFadden. And he wants to talk about, and it's kind of been, it's his pet peeve. It's kind of been a pet peeve of mine, but I really want him to lead us off here. About how to navigate the quote unquote new products at trade shows that maybe not be available. Stephen, take us away. I'd just like to tell you a story here, okay? Oh. So you you paint a picture. You you go, you know, you're like, let's get our sales team. Let's go see, you know, the new products that are available in Vegas. They're like, yeah, like let's get ideas for our customers. And we go through and they're like, yeah, look at all these sweet new printing capabilities and these amazing new colors of products. And the new lines that are coming out were like awesome. So we'll, let's let's create marketing material. Let's send them pictures of the stuff at the show, and we all of a sudden get a PO for it. We're so excited. We send in the purchase order, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, we showed you that, but that was like our our one-off sample. Those don't come in until September." <laughs> I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me! Like, just show me next year. Like, why do I, why do I care?" And it, and this is not a one-off. Like I. I still, I can, I have several websites I could go to right now and pull up products that I have POs in since February and they're just like, you know what, just find me something different. Like if they haven't come in by now, who knows when they're coming in? I, I, I don't know. So it's, it is a, <clears throat> it is very, very, very difficult to try to be innovative and, and look for new products and have to question whether or not it actually exists on a constant basis. And that's for apparel. It's for products. It's for watch your mouth. Every it's everything. It's everybody. It's it's a conspiracy. I tell you. It's all against you. It's, no. I, it, 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 you know, and it's and I don't want to say it's not their fault because they want to get people hype about it as well. But I don't think they. I don't think a lot of people understand 
we go there, we're not looking just to, just to have a good time. Like a lot of people go with the intention of what can I sell to my customer? Like how will this match their brand? How will this match a project they have going on right now? Like, you know, like we've got constant projects. We're trying to be new. We're trying to be different. You think you find something and then you put time and energy into sharing it and looking at it. Come to find out the energy should have been put into figuring out does it exist? Does, does it even matter? Like, did I waste my time? And it's very frustrating, as you can tell. So I'll just sit down for, I'll just sit down for a minute, and you guys. Sit down, paper straw man. I'll just calm down, okay? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just relax. So uh, on the other side of that, okay, um, your supplier partners, <clears throat> see what I did there, uh, should should be explaining to you, like, hey, this is not coming in till September. So for great example, we just brought in Tommy Hilfiger this year, 2019, exclusive hot new product. Everything was coming in in January. Then we get the call. And the call started off as a rumor. Um, and then maybe it was a call, then a rumor, then it was like whatever. Anyway, there was a the container that the Tommy Hilfiger quarter zips were in were also right next to a container of matches. So needless to say, we weren't going to get the quarter zips in until August, right, in time for summer. So stuff like that is completely out of our control. I'm not saying that's an everyday instance, but sometimes it is out of our control. We did show it. We talked about it. Oh, great. Now they're burned up in the middle of the ocean. Small, you know, small example, but things like that do happen. I do know that when I'm showing Tommy Hilfiger up till, you know, July, August, I'm saying, and we have this amazing quarters of coming in. It's on our website, but unfortunately it's not coming in because I value my relationships. I am very upfront with my customers. I let them know, hey, this is a brand new product, not coming in till January, February, March, April, whenever it may be. But I will say that as a company, we've heard the complaints before as an apparel company. We've taken action. We are actually launching our catalog super early this year. We are doing our 2020 product preview next week. Um, So we're learning all about our new products. We'll have our deadlines. We're trying to actually bring everything in by like October, November. Um, Some of the things that won't be coming in are more retail brands maybe that might not be coming in. Um, Like Adidas is made to order. So whatever they send us is whatever we put on our PO. But we're very upfront with our customers, and we also put it on our website. You can hover over any zero on an inventory and gives you an ETA. So my only my only advice on that is to definitely, if you're going to present a product ahead of time, reach out to the suppliers. Make sure you're going to have the inventory or find out when it's coming in. So how much business do you think suppliers lose or would lose if they waited to show the product when they actually had it versus showing it before they have it and don't know when they'll get it? I mean, I, I'm just, it can't um, be that much, right? So why not just wait and avoid the issue altogether? That's always been my my thought on that. Well, I, I see your point of view. But then again, they're not, they want to generate excitement. Um, there's another apparel vendor in this industry that's basically just been cheap t-shirts. Now they're and, generating sadness for people <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, so they are putting out like a teaser of like new products, but their bosses don't want them to talk about it. So they're kind yeah. of like stuck between a rock and a hard place. And like, <clears throat> I hear they're bringing in like all these cool brands. Well, okay, well, what, what are they? And when are they going to get them in? And they're brands that I sell. So am I happy about it? I really don't. I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how good their reps are. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. They got to come up against against me in the territory. So, you know. (laughs) Good luck. Just kidding. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my two cents on that. On that. Maybe um, 
just, I guess, just got to think ahead on those. Or Again, if they're showing you a product they don't have, they're trying to generate excitement about it. And obviously, you're excited about it. They just maybe the right questions or the right conversation wasn't had, which needs to happen on new products that aren't going to be in, obviously. And it might not be the sales rep entirely. Like, I know at previous positions, when I, like, when I worked at Jetline, we might not be privy to that information. We're like, oh, these are the hot new products coming in, blah. That's it. We're told they're going to be in in January, and then they're not. But it could have been due to so a ha- fire. So what do you think I, I can do about, and, and this, this will be open because just, I'm just curious, my, my customers will look around online, right? Not, not just on other distributor sites, but on, you know, actually supplier sites because I think that's, you know, suppliers, what clients and users looking at their sites to get, get ideas too. But they're not, they're not able to get a lot of that information sometimes from those sites, um, yet they're still on there. The products that aren't available are on there. Um, you know, they, and, and so then they're coming to me be like, all right, I found the, I found the bag. I found the tumbler I want to do. And I'm like, well, you know, it is nice. Here's something similar, but that thing doesn't exist yet. Like that, that's coming in, you know, that supposed to have come in in February and then they said August and now it's September. You know, I mean, that's, it gets really, it, it's, I don't know. I, I agree it's avoidable and it's part of my job to find the right products, but I just think there's a better way to do new product releases. That's- I, I'm going to chime in here. Um, I disagree with you, Stephen, okay. uh, wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you why. It, it, Meg had such a perfect example about the Tommy Hilfiger stuff that basically couldn't be sold because it was in a container next to some matches and things like that. That stuff happens all the time. I think more than we even know. Understand. Yeah. yeah. And, so, understand. and so I think, you know, yeah, are there some disingenuous suppliers <laughs> that – know they're not going to have a product for months, but kind of hint that they're going to have it earlier to generate some excitement? Yes, and that's wrong, and I think we can all agree on that. But I would say, by and large, your supplier reps, the sales force who are you know telling you about the products, the rank and file, they're, they're given instructions by senior management and they have to go with that. And if that though, if the senior management is telling them, hey, this is going to be available, let's say we're talking about PPI Expo, this product's going to be available February 1st, they're going to tell you that, and you're going to go to your client with that, and, and that may go sideways because it's tight turnarounds, or maybe it's stuck in customs, or maybe there's some sort of tariff that popped up and now the prices are too high. Or what, there could be a million different things that can go sideways there. You know, I think what you're seeing is, is – People want to, just like uh, in every other aspect of our society, everybody wants to be first with something, first to market. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, I really think for the most part, it's, it's they're trying – suppliers look at you as a distributor as their sales force. You are Absolutely. the one that actually drives the business. Their job is to educate you and give you every tool they can so that you can make money, and obviously they make money in turn. So there's really no advantage for leading you down a primrose path with false promises. Um, so I just don't think it's as, as uh, uh, I don't know what the word I want to put on it is because I'm pretty dumb. But <laughs> basically I don't, I don't think it's as, as nefarious as maybe you're, you're thinking Ooh, it is. A nice word. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, you know, All right, I've been quiet long enough, dude. Oh, I got fine. some things to say. Seems Jesus, like I have to speak. We've hit the eleven-minute mark, and I haven't said a word. <laughs> All right, so podcast. it's been, it's it's been, been glorious. Th- <laughs> oh well, f you guys. I'll <laughs> goodbye. So, Stephen. No, no, Jeff. What, what do you get, Jeff? Hello. I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So listen, uh, there's a couple things. First of all, I think the thing to think about with apparel, first of all, in the industry or in general, apparel is 
six to eight months ahead of itself. Okay. Uh, when you go to the Magic Shows, which is the Men's Apparel Guild in California, yes, it's an acronym. Uh, they have uh, two shows a year, February and August. The February show is showing you the stuff that's going to be in the winter, like the hot stuff that's going to be in stores in the winter. Um, the August show is showing you the stuff that's going to be in uh, for the, the following spring, summer. Uh, so it's kind of crazy how far ahead uh, retail side of things is. And so when you're talking about brands like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, uh, Tommy Hilfiger, whatever, uh, you know, when you're talking about when you're trying to get production from those guys, you know, their production timelines take a lot longer too. So and just it's like to try to get that stuff in, to get that it, information it, from them, it takes forever. So the supplier in our end that's used to getting stuff in two to three months might, you know, be expecting it at that point in time, but they're not getting it because it's a retail brand or whatever. So that's the first thing to keep in mind. The second thing is, um, you know, retail. Um, with holidays and whatever, you know, you go into a Walmart in freaking July and there's Christmas crap out already. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, you know, ultimately, I think, uh, and the other thing to, to keep in mind is, like for us with headwear, we basically have one product launch a year, and it's typically in January. Uh, our ca- catalogs launch uh, in February, and the product is typically in our warehouse end of February or sometime beginning of March. Uh, so we're not too far behind, but the thing that I'll uh, keep uh, want you to keep in mind is uh, when are you really like when are your peak sales? Like what are you a Q1, Q2, Q3? Like when are you selling the most stuff, Stephen? I mean we're we're pretty balanced, so we don't really have a peak quarter. If I had to say any peak quarter, it'd probably be three. Interesting. Okay. That's usually the so, slowest quarter. Hmm. Yeah, so the other thing to keep in mind, um, for us at least, you know, we like to launch stuff because, you know, hats in general, typically, you know, you're going to start selling a lot more hats in March, Summer. April, May. Yeah. Right. Um, now, that's not to say that, you know, we don't sell a crap ton of beanies throughout the winter, but, uh, you know, for hats, the majority of what we sell is hats, not beanies. And uh, so, you know, for us, like, I think we're right on time when we're doing that stuff. But the other thing to keep in mind is custom, okay? So when you're saying that end users can go to a website and they see the new product that just isn't there uh, or that's not available, how many are they ordering and when do they need them? Because if it's available, you can still order it custom. You just, it's just not in stock. No, yeah, no, I I understand. Um, But if they're... They're ready to. Most of my customers aren't doing custom projects. So they're they're looking for product. I've you know event driven pieces. So you know we're talking about two weeks, three weeks, four weeks max from when we're looking uh, from when they need it because they they decided they were going to sponsor an event or whatever, and we're working with them. But you know I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that we're not responsible for part of the problem. You know like I think we we do need to do more research. I do need to do more research personally into getting information on the products so I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i'm not part of the issue i'm i am more concerned about the increase in as bill said the nefarious activity because i have seen this year in particular uh about three suppliers that are that are purposefully delaying things and it has nothing to do with customs it just was never due in and that's information that we needed to know ahead of time before we 
you know, featured stuff. So that that's that's an issue. Then and then I, then Stephen, yeah. I would say don't use that supplier. If if you oh, find agreed. out that yeah. if you find out yeah. that somebody's doing that, um, I mean, for the most part, whatever you can get from those suppliers, and obviously we're not naming any names, and I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, but if, if if assuming that they're you know just like a lot of other suppliers that you can find a comparable, if yep. not the same move exact on. product, exactly. move on, yeah. fire them, and then tell them why. You know that's the whole thing. Don't just say, yeah. "Oh yeah, we found better pricing." Don't don't wimp out don't on that. It. That that is yeah. an opportunity for you to have your voice heard because I, I do hear what you're saying, but if you have some actual proof that they're doing that, and and that's that's BS. So I totally agree with you on that. I have a. Can I spin this a little differently? Sure. Another one that. So. Back when I was a distributor, one of the things that bothered me was when I would walk the trade show floor and I'd see you know new products. And basically, it was the same product <laughs> as last year, but it had a blinky light on it. Um, when what is really what really constitutes a new product in our industry? You know, it's funny. We every year we sit down afterwards and we we te- we put a product that defines the industry, like the entire show. And I know that sounds silly, but you'll you'll know what I'm talking about when I say it. Uh, three years ago or four years ago, we said it was, um, you know, phone stands. It was how many ways can we make a phone stand um, that would, you know, basically do the exact same thing. One had a grip, one had a light, one had a uh, bendable portion of it, and they all were new, but they all were available a year before. Um, I, I don't know. You, you guys, what do you guys think new, new is? I think anything with a new SKU or a brand new item is a new item. It just might not be as sexy or exciting, but it's yeah. still a new item. Yeah. Well, if I, but if I'm going to, on the other side of that, if I'm going to showcase a product, it better be serving me drinks. Like, it's got to be new and exciting. You know what I mean? It's not going to be just a twist off of last year. Like, fidget is hot and new, and now, look, LED lights, new product. Like, I don't care. Move on. Let's a new, something new, a new fad, a new product. Let's, let's show some metal straws, for God's sakes. Um, you know, when it, and again, new products, like we're, okay, so for instance, we're going and we have this product preview every year with all of our new products. Like, you're so excited for the first couple to hear about their new t-shirts, but then by the end of the week, you've heard that new t-shirt with the tearaway label so many times. It's like, I heard that last year. Like, what's new? I want to see some really cool new stuff. It has to be completely different for me. So what we do after that, and we kind of digest everything, is we, we don't do new products, we do new trends. Um, and so we'll we'll basically Fabulous. come up with what we think the new trends are for the year. So like this year, and, and then we'll, we'll send it out to customers and we'll, we'll offer to do like, you know, phone calls to walk them through it. So like this year we said, you know, we talked about the Pantone color. We showed people what's new in patterns. So, you know, gave some examples of patterns and product. Talked about uh, what we said, like urban retail. Urban retail was new and showed some examples. You know, iridescence and holographics, which is funny because I saw the article Taylor put out. Uh, Taylor Boris um, on uh, Promo Corner regarding uh, iridescence and holographic imagery, which we saw in, in January. Different so it's, decorating it's, techniques, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. You can kind of get into, like, high-end luxury kitchenware. There was a tons of new stuff like that. Um, you know, but So you can kind of see it in January, and we just put some examples to go with it, and that's how we present it. We just present new trends, and then it gives us a lot more talking points, and we just give some examples of, of that. And one of the ways we, we figure out what is a new trend, because that's always hard, is we we ask suppliers how much inventory they've invested into certain things. So we'll say, you know, obviously they're banking on something to be hot based on 
what they're ordering inventory wise a lot of times. So with like the iridescence, they're like, yeah, we've got like eight new products in the iridescent investing, you know, a million products in inventory. Okay. That's probably going to be a hot product. You know, that's, that's probably, you know, they're expecting it. Yeah. They're expecting forecasting, forecasting some trends there. So we can use that data with suppliers to kind of help determine what we think is going to be new and hot. And then of course we look in retail because um, we're kind of delayed in retail. So look, at, you know, for drinkware, I always walk to the Starbucks aisle, you know, and like see like what type of drinkware they're selling and then look, go through Target and see what they've got at the end caps because like they had Swell before Swell was in our market. They had Sip and, and those brands before it came in the market. So you can, you can see there's different places you can go and look. But <sighs> Sorry. Meg down. Big Meg down. Big Meg down. What happened? What happened? I just keep hitting my elbow. We're good. We're good. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, is there anything else we should cover on this? I think uh, good good discussion. But what else are we missing here on the new products? Well, the last thing I would just really add to Stephen's um, testimony on the trends. I I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, We actually rely on our supplier vendors, like. You know, for instance, Bella Canvas and Alternative, they have done a lot of research in the market and they know what's trending in retail. And what they've done is provided us, which I provide to my customers and Stephen, I'll be happy to send it to you, yeah. are these trend guides, these basically these mood boards. And they, they show pieces that are really hot in retail with celebrities wearing specific styles, whether it's crops or that mustard yellow or special fleece or whatever it may be. And then on the second page of that one, they'll show what we're doing here in the promotional product industry, basically their brand. And they have about 10 different pages of that. And so it's a really good non-salesy piece to really send to your customers. So even if your customers aren't buying crop tops, they'll know that these are trending and that you are in with that. You are you know the trends. And that kind of gives mm-hmm. you like a, a sense of re, you know reliability and, and trust factor that you're kind of providing to your customers. Like you know what's trending. Here it is because the internet paper said so. And it kind of <laughs> it goes a long <laughs> way. And it's a, like I said, it's a really good marketing piece. It's a really good non-salesy piece just to send out to your customers. And then they might be like, oh my God, I didn't know you guys have crop tops. Like how can I get me one of these? So I'll definitely send that over to you, but I think these are good pieces and you definitely just reach out to your supplier partners. Um, and like I reach out to mine and we get this stuff from them and it's, it's a great piece. So cool. That's helpful. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. So, Hey suppliers, when you have a new product, make sure you can stock it. We know things go wrong, but don't do those nefarious activities that Stephen McFadden uh, hates so much, mm-hmm. but you know who never, never as nefarious in their activities those folks in the grange that'd be the good folks at logo mat steven come on get with the program that's where they here. that's where they're at it's lagrange georgia yeah i know but you have to say a state uh, because most people would think lagrange texas and the great zz tops on we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about how great logo mats is you know they've been in business for more than 15 years producing high quality floor mats that provide a cleaner safer and healthier work environment they have mats for every application indoor outdoor counter mats any fatigue mats no setup or art fees Made in the USA, no minimum order quantity, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Really, really a great product that people will get years and years and years and years of life out of. So if you want to learn more, go work with our friend Miles Wadsworth over there at Logomats. Logomatsllc.com. You won't be sorry you did. Guys, great discussion as always, and look forward to the next time. Thank Thank you. you. Definitely. 
thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.